Hey everyone, I'm Josh. And I'm Jordan. Welcome to the Enriched Marriage Podcast. Today we're going to talk a little bit about building our spouses up with our words. We're really excited. This is something that um, really helped change the game for Jordan and I once we really understood this. Yeah, so like Josh said, we just want to talk about what it looks like to build each other up with your words and build your marriage up with your words and just really talk about the impact that your words can have. Speaking, you know, life or death over your marriage, life or death over, you know, different areas of your life. Um, And just, you know, one thing that we've seen is just how it's so important um, what we're saying, not only to each other, but about each other and about our marriage. Um, you know, are you someone who, you know, when you're talking with your friends, are you speaking positive things about your marriage, positive yeah. things about your spouse, or do you tend to be somebody that when you get around your friends, you're you know, kind of putting your spouse down or you're, you're talking bad about your marriage or you're complaining about your marriage or, you know, whatever the case may be. We fall into like one of those two areas, not really anywhere in the middle. We're either uplifting our marriage or we're tearing it down with our words. One thing that we were thinking about when we were coming up with this topic and what to say, um, what to really share with you guys, I couldn't help but think about um, when you think about as a, like, you know, we're parents. So thinking it from a parent's point of view, um, just the difference that our words can make in our kids. I feel like, you know, all of us out there, whether you have a good marriage or a bad marriage, uh, whether you're currently married or not, if you have kids, this is like a common ground. I feel like yeah. All good parents can agree on. <laughs> so All parents. Yeah. Or bad. <laughs> yes. Um, but what we say to our kids makes such a difference. So, you know, I know for me, and I'm going to challenge you guys to do this too, think back to maybe your childhood or just throughout your life. I can think of people from each side of that spectrum. I can think of um, kids whose parents were super affirming of them. They spoke highly of their kids, um, you know, when they were in the room with their friends. Um, they spoke to their kids very highly. They told them that they're smart and they're, um, you know, they're, you're a good, you're a good listener. You are, um, you know, just speaking positive things over them. I'm having, I'm having a mental block of different things to say, but, um, basically just, you know, bringing them up, like, what are the words I'm trying to think of? Like uplifting. Yes. Uplifting with with their words. Uh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like hitting blocks no, with, my, with my brain. Um, but I can also think of kids that I know just from my childhood who were on the complete opposite spectrum of that, who, you know, maybe at home, their their parents were not very uplifting to them. They spoke down to them. They were always telling them how bad they were. and how dumb. Or yeah, they're like, dumb yeah. or you're stupid or you're never going to amount to anything oh, yeah. or, you know, you're just going to be a troublemaker. You're just going to be this or that and just negative, negative things. And, you know, looking at that, like, what do you think that does to a child? Yeah. You know, a child who grows up hearing positive things, you know, even with our kids, um, you know, when, when our son has a rough day, you know, we're not looking at him and saying like, you're a bad kid. You're such a bad boy. You, this, you, that we talk about the actions. We say, you know, what you did, that wasn't very good, but you are a good boy. And we try to reaffirm him, like reassure him, uplift him with our words. Um, those kids grow up to be people who think very, 
highly in a good way of themselves. They believe that. They've yeah. had it instilled in them for so long that they believe I can do anything. I am kind. I am I'm, I'm a great listener. Yeah. I'm strong. I'm a leader. Yeah. Yes, I'm a leader. I'm a good learner. You know, all these different things. Whereas a child on the other end of that, what do you think that they're going to grow up yeah. to be like? They're going to be you know, the kids who are the troublemakers, they're going to amount to the words that you put on them, yeah. right? So if we're only telling them that you're you're never going to be anything, you're bad, you're a terrible listener, you're this, you're that, negative things, how would they ever amount to anything more? Now, are there people who do overcome those things? Of course. Yeah. But just for, you know, point's sake. But the overcoming is so much harder. Yes, yes. The overcoming yeah. is so much harder because it's what they believe about themselves. And then I think the other thing with that is sometimes you have to say things that maybe aren't always true. Like maybe yeah. you you have a kid that is not a good listener and they are terrible. And what since we're talking about kids, I'll use that as an example. But if you continue to speak that over them, like, no, you are a good listener. You are good. Li and you continually tell it to them. The next thing you know, like they are a good listener because that's what they're hearing and that's, yeah. that's, it becomes their identity. And so we, we see this carry over into marriage so much. And so, you know, something that I hold on to a lot and we were just looking at the scripture, basically Jesus says that the words that come out of your mouth are a reflection of your heart and they're a reflection of like the true things that you believe. Yeah. And so we believe that over our kids what comes out of us, that's going to be a reflection. So whatever I believe over my wife and the, my marriage and the way I want my marriage to be, those are going to be the words that come out of my mouth. And so today, like if you're thinking like, man, I don't speak positive. I don't do anything like that. Like, where's your heart in it? And just do a little heart check. Like, does my heart want this right here? Do I want to be close? Do I want to see that she is truly the apple of my eye? Like, because when you see those things and your heart truly believes it, the words just overflow. And the next thing I know is like when I see her, I'm like, oh my gosh, you are beautiful. Like you may not feel beautiful, but you <laughs> look incredible right now. Like, and it's just like yep. the overflow of my heart. And so that's the number one thing I would just say with this is no matter what the situation is, parenting or with a spouse or any relationship, check your heart and where is your heart in it? Because the things that come out of your mouth is just going to be an overflow of that. Yeah. What do you want to add? There? And just remember that your words have so much weight, whether you think yeah. they do or not. So, you know, maybe you think that it's just casually that you're just, maybe you don't even think you're tearing down, but you're just casually throwing out those like negative things and those complaints, those add up and those carry so much weight. You know, if I only ever hear Josh talking negatively about yeah. our marriage or about me, how's that going to make me feel? Yeah. I'm going to feel like, oh, he's very unhappy in our marriage. Like, what am I doing <laughs> wrong? You know, whatever. Whereas the other yeah, side sure. of it, which is if you guys have ever been with Josh in public or with us in public, the biggest thing that I hear from people is like he, how highly he speaks of me and our marriage and how he looks at me with love and just all these things. Like they overflow, like Josh was saying, what's in your heart overflows. But just remembering that, you know, even if it is the occasional thing that you're throwing out that's not uplifting, that carries so much weight in your yeah. marriage, on your kids, whatever it may be. Um, and then just to think about where you want your marriage to be. So maybe it's not in a great place right now. When we were walking in that season in our marriage where we had a lot of rebuilding to do and yeah. a lot of um, just restructuring from the ground up, 
where if we had stopped and just looked around at where we were, that could have been very overwhelming, right? Yeah. Instead, we had to just put those blinders on and focus on what is the end goal. We had a vision of where we wanted to go. Yes. We had to keep our eyes set on, no, we are making this work. We are are going to fix the brokenness in our marriage. We are going to rebuild this foundation. And we had our eyes set on, on the prize, on the end goal, and everything... Like that, that's what we have to weigh it against is what you're saying about your spouse and your marriage. Does that go in line with your end goal that you have? If your end goal is to be divorced and to not be with your spouse anymore, then you go ahead and keep saying those negative things and talking (laughs) like those, you know, not positive things over your marriage. But if you're like we are, when we were in a bad place, we decided together, yes, we want to fix this and let's go and let's do it. And what you do and what you're speaking just, it either, like I said, it either speaks life or death over your marriage. So in that space and time that we were in, um, we weren't, we weren't really calling our situation to words. Like we weren't really calling like our reality to words. So we weren't saying things like, Oh, this is never going to be fixed. Oh, Oh, I'm so overwhelmed. Oh, I'm you know, we, does that make sense? Like what our current reality was, those weren't yeah. the things that we were putting, putting life to that. We weren't like speaking those words. Instead, we were like, thank you, God, that you are fixing our marriage. You know, we were talking, we were speaking ahead of where we were and speaking that into existence that we are fixing our marriage and we will get there. And you guys, it just, it's, I mean, it's science. Yeah. It's scientifically proven. It does something in your brain when you're speaking life or death that is what your mind and your body embodies and like does. So speak life, choose to speak affirmations, choose to speak positive things over your marriage, no matter where it is. And if you have a great marriage, continue speaking those positive things and make a point to let your spouse know those things and to, you know, let them know how much you love them and admire them. And like, it only gets better. Yeah. Yeah. There's no like peak to, the levels of intimacy and and closeness and and greatness you can have in your marriage. So if you have a good marriage and you're happy, like it can only get better. Yeah. So keep doing these, these small things and like just get closer. Um, and I think the one thing I want to add is for like, maybe some people are having like hear this and they're like, I don't even know how to say anything positive to my spouse right Mm -hmm. now because they hurt me. They did this, they did that. They're constantly, heard it like just tearing apart trust and they, all these things like like Jordan was talking about where do you want to go to and identify that and then like what I said earlier check your heart does your heart want to go there and then you start it's almost like sometimes we st- we are praying for something that we don't see in front of us mm-hmm. and we keep praying we keep praying and we keep praying until it's in front of us and so the same thing like this you keep saying these positive, uplifting things, and maybe they're uplifting things of the spouse that you want to see. And so maybe like, and don't do it in a sarcastic way, like, oh, I love when you clean the dishes, even though they never clean the dishes. You know, that's not, <laughs> that's not a good example because that would probably tear them down. Yeah. But find small things. Find the small things that you, you enjoy about your spouse, the, the small things that really do just like bring you back to how you and why you fell in love. Um, so anyways, I think that's kind of our tip today is find one or two small things. Let your spouse know how much you care for them, the small things you love, 
and just let them know. Use your words. Your words have power, like Jordan said, um, and your words are a reflection of your heart. 